Kirk, how you doing? Hey, man. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited for this episode. I can't <laughs> even stand it. Let's just fucking get into it now. You're being sarcastic. I'm not not excited. Well, I mean, look, our show is fun whether we like the music yeah, or not. Exactly. Uh, but this is this episode is is for me. It's all Paul's. You had your disco too. I had my disco too, which I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, tonight we're doing punk two. Punk two. And before we started, yeah, I was like, maybe I'll like some of this. And you go, no, you won't. <laughs> and no. I was like, did you dive deep? And you're the, like, yeah. The show has had no balls lately. It's <laughs> been no all. Balls. It's been too much. Uh, go west and. Young Gun Silver Fox and... Uh, Listen to the you. Just a lot of beige pap. <laughs> uh, You're so edgy, Paul. So, You're I so know. hardcore. Yeah. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I'm just, You're I'm wearing, different. I'm wearing my leather jacket. That's right. And, uh, my cool guy shades. You're not like the other girls. <laughs> I'm a badass. You're badass. That I rule. Yeah. And uh, the, the show's in danger of sucking. We need to bring <laughs> the it. The show's in danger of we sucking. We need to bring it back. So let's put music on that sucks? Into rule, into ruling territory. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I didn't want to pull any punches with the punk episode. All right. I feel like you had to prove something. Yeah. All right. Uh, since the last punk episode, which was way back in 2017. Wow. Or so. There was some fun stuff on there that you showed that I actually liked. The punk, yeah, we watched the clip from uh, Quincy, Quincy. Which I was think we classic. did. Is there a Phil Donahue or something to that effect? There was both. There was. Oh, let's see. We had uh, the punk, the New York punk kids on Regis and Kathleen. Yes, that was great. There was uh, Geraldo interviewing the Ramones. Yeah. Uh, we had a. Uh, uh, the, not only the ep- the punk episode of Quincy, but the punk episode of Chips. Yes, that's that was great. Yeah. Yes. But this, this episode is going to be a little bit more musical. Okay. <laughs> uh, since the last punk episode, I met one of my uh, musical heroes, idols, punk icon. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, his name is Pat Smear. You met Pat Smear? You don't remember that I met Pat Smear? What year was that? So much has happened. You know, okay. I'm sure we talked about I'm this. sure we talked I'm, about I'm it. I'm friendly with Lauren Ashley Beck. Who was a yes. contestant on Survivor. Yes, and you I got yes, 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 yes. And she in her day job before Survivor was was Pat Smear's That's nanny. Right. And Pat Smear's wife, who was the drummer for the band Harlow, one of the four bands featured in VH1's Bands on the Run reality okay, show. Great show. In two thousand one. You may remember them as the like glam yep. goth all girl yep. band. Pat Smear is mar- married to Harlow's drummer. Wow. Uh, and Lauren was their nanny. And I guess she kind of, like, got Survivor because she kind of knows Dave Grohl through Pat Smear, who's in Foo Fighters. Yeah. And Dave Grohl knows Jeff Probst. (laughs) Random. Anyway, she had her 30th birthday party at Pat Smear's house. That's right. Now, what, how long? Pre-COVID, obviously. Yeah, that was 2018, I think. Oh, God, man. Maybe it was 2019. It might have been 2019. And then, and the punk first punk episode was 2017? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're, we're overdue for some punk. I know that was a big name drop. That's a good name I drop. Got to, drop a I, name. I met, went to a party at Pat Smear's house that's, and met Pat Smear. No, it's a good, that's a good name drop. And I, and I went up and introduced myself to Pat and I told him what a big Germs fan I mm-hmm. am. And he was taken aback by that. Because I think most of the time he gets... Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, yeah. or maybe Nirvana. Yeah. But he said to me, you're too young to know the germs. <laughs> and you're like, oh. And I was like, come on, man. People know the germs. Like, uh. iconic L.A. punk band. Yeah. Uh, who I don't think we've ever featured on the show. No, I know them by name. Sure. Darby Crash. Yeah. Pat Smear. Yeah. The rest. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> all. It's really about Darby Crash. Yeah. Uh, so let's just watch a clip from the decline of Western civilization, I've seen the decline. It's fun. Sure, yeah, it's the, good, the document. Yeah. The, well, there's a series of. I've seen two. The, yeah. the first two. Is there a third? Yes. What's the third? I don't remember what it covers. One the was second, punk. One was metal. Yeah, the second one covers like hair metal. Yeah, the sunset strip scene in the yes. late eighties. The first one covers the actual punk scene in yes. the early eighties. Yes. So this is a clip of uh, of the Germs doing Manimal. No, I see if I from, remember. Uh, I haven't seen movie. this in a while. Yeah. Well, when they first 
got together as a band, they didn't know how to. That's Pat. Wow. It's got uh, Harpo Marx hair. They did things to kind of <laughs> black. But black, not pink. Darby would smear peanut butter all over him. He dive through broken glass. He'd break glass. I do remember this. That's that's all cool and everything, but Iggy popped it in 10 <laughs> years like, earlier. Been done. Yeah. And eventually they learned how to play. I like how she says all that, and eventually yeah. they learned how to play. That's not the most important thing. Yeah. Darby's just a great front man. And a wonderful vocalist. <laughs> Good timing. Yeah, this is terrible. I'm glad it's subtitled so you know the lyrics. I'm happy that it is too. <laughs> Let's let's go over the lyrics for the listener who may yeah. not have the benefit of the, the song. Is called "Manimal." Manimal. Listen to that again. You translate for Darby. <laughs> yes. Came into this world uh-huh. like a puzzled panther. Okay. Yeah, sure. Waiting to be caged because that would be puzzling because you don't want to be caged. Mm-hmm. I like that. But something stood in the way. I was never quite tamed. Why enunciate? <laughs> yes. I crossed the path of right and wrong and saw them take their toll. Now it seems like I don't know what's going on. I saw armies that march. You've lost the narrative. The thread is gone. And like animals, they crawl. It's not that important. I came Lyrics aren't this important. World. Oh, and someone's like a puzzle panther. So some fan is like just writing on marker on his back. And yeah, like, well, he wrote all over his face with marker yes. before the song started. And he's fine with it. Are all these people alive in this band? Right pa- now. Pat Smear is? Yes. I, I, don't, I don't know about it. Darby Crash is not. Famously okay. is dead. Okay. Uh, Drugs are... A suicide Ooh. or overdose. Like, I think it was a suicide by overdose. Oh, wow. But he, he famously, you know, every once in a while a famous person dies. Yeah. But they die the same day as a more famous person. Yeah. Like Marco, uh, um, uh, Groucho Marx died the same day as Elvis. Yes. Uh, 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 what's the name of the chick from Charlie's Angels? Died the same day as Michael Jackson. Oh, uh, Farrah Fawcett? Farrah Fawcett yeah. died the same day as Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, that would have been huge. Darby Crash uh, decided to kill himself the same day that John Lennon got. So, <laughs> Dude, you can't that compete. got sort of overshadowed. Yeah. Uh, couldn't compete with John no, Lennon dying. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, that was the germs. Let me ask you a serious question. Yeah. If you were had the opportunity to see the germs then, uh-huh. would you write on Darby's back? <laughs> no. You wouldn't do that. No. Okay. I'm not trying to get up close. I like, even when I was young, I was never the dude who would be in the mosh pit. Yeah, you're a little outside of it. I watched. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm an observer. I'm not a participator. Yeah. Uh, I would say, oh, that's cool. He's writing on Darby. I don't want to be close enough to Darby to smell Darby. Yeah, he smells, you know. You know. Let alone, like, touching him. Yeah. And, you know, his sweaty, clammy-ass yeah. torso. But you're there to observe and admire. It's cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm not trying to interact. There's no FOMO of you because you're not in the mosh pit. No, not at all. Also, I probably wouldn't go see the germs. I like the Look, I listen to the germs. Okay. In my headphones from the comfort of my home. Uh, Would you go see a punk rock band? I've seen punk. What's the punkiest punk rock band you've ever seen? Ooh, I mean, it depends. The most classic, Har- hardcore then, hardcore. Probably when I went to see Abel and the Sniffers just a few years ago. I mean, ago. I know them by name from you. That sounds yeah, pretty hardcore. Yeah, that sounds pretty hardcore. But I saw uh, the Dead Milkmen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm not trying to get, not trying to get my teeth knocked out in a mosh pit. That's yeah. not my. I like punk, but I'm not trying to like. Fist fight, yeah, uh, in a crowd. That's not my, yeah, that's not my thing. I was hoping just for fun. You're like 
If I said, what's the most hardcore punk band you saw? You're like, well, I did see Blink-182. <laughs> Never. There are people, you know people, yeah. around your age. Maybe maybe just a couple of years younger than A couple than of years, like early, yeah, like mid-late 30s. I'm young enough that I liked Green Day. Yeah. But old enough that I didn't like Blink-182. Yes. I feel like you can pinpoint the exact year I was born based on that. And basically... There's people who are like, I love punk. I grew up on Blink-182. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> but, but people a little older than me have the same response to Green Day. Like when Green okay, Day were yeah, at yeah. their height, there were people like, this is bullshit ass. Not, it's pop not music. Pop. It's yeah. pop music. It's, it's pop music. I like Green Day. I do too. I have a lot of nostalgia for, for Green Day. But I never for one second thought Green Day was punk. Yeah, it's pop punk. It's pop. Same thing with Blink-182. Yeah, it's it's that pop punk I'm not into. Yeah. Uh, but I like Green Day. I also like Lightning Bolt. Providence, Rhode Island's own. Oh. Oh, we've seen Lightning Bolt. It sounds familiar. Yeah, we've seen them uh, in a couple episodes. I think maybe in the first punk episode. Probably in the drums okay. episode. I showed a Brian Chippendale clip. I'm sure I've said great fucking name for a band. Yeah. That's a great fucking name for a band. Yeah, it's just, it's a dude on drums and a dude on a distorted bass guitar. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, straight out of the Fort Thunder uh, scene in in Providence, Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. This is just a cool video for one of their more recent songs from the past couple years called Blow to the Head. Good name. Yeah, it sounds like uh, what it's called. And and this video looks like what what it's called because this is just like an animated thing. And it looks kind of like... Like one of those on-screen computer-generated visualizations yeah. that sort of uh, follows the beat of the song, but this is animated. A long uh, song for you and for punk music. Three minutes and 12 seconds. Yeah, they go off a little bit, okay. Lightning Bolt. Three, over three minutes on this. This And it's a punishing three minutes. <laughs> oh, no. So strap in. And they're also an instrumental band. So. Oh, Jesus. Well, no, so, sometimes there's lyrics, but I think this is pretty much just... Uh, just music. All right. Music. Oh my God. Punishing is right. Cool, cool uh, effects. Animation, yeah. yeah. Wow. Ryan Chippendale on drums. I mean, it's impressive sounding. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. Oh, this video is trippy. Oh, it's very trippy. Yeah. That's a bass guitar. Wow. This sound is so weird. This makes the germs sound real poppy. <laughs> yeah, this is there's nothing poppy or yeah. hooky about lightning bolt. But this is more, you know, hypnotic. Yes. You know what I mean? I've, uh, I remember driving to work once. Ooh, a flaming skull. Scary. That's cool. And then a boat. One time I was driving to work at 8 o'clock in the morning listening to KXLU, and they were mm-hmm. like, and now here's uh, Dracula Mountain by Lightning Bolt. And I'm like, it's 8 o'clock in the morning, guys, but okay. <laughs> but the effect was like, it because it sort of becomes droning, mm-hmm. it sort of lulls you into a hypnosis and I was like oh this is not safe driving because I'm going to drive off the road it's too uh, soothing <laughs> could you do work to this I have oh my god oh yeah you worked with me while I, I would sit at my desk at Duff listening to uh, Two Towers and, oh my god yeah. that's amazing yeah. I think this is great to work to because oh, it no. just it's great to just sort of focus and like you kind of zone you zone out everything because it's so all encompassing you know what I mean agree to disagree (laughs) but that's what makes humans different again I don't want to go to a lightning bolt show oh my god that would be everyone's on top of each other pushing each other no thank you I can smell it already but uh yeah very sweaty yeah sweaty sweaty and stale beer but I love this for just like working oh my god yeah this uh i really i'm not even an animated guy the video is great very trippy yeah the video very, really very, makes it, it really looks like how this sounds yes yeah i agree just a lot of ex- like v- visual explosions 
skulls, mm-hmm. weird screaming faces. And yeah, nothing <laughs> lasts that long. People get it, yeah. Like, that that head that flew in screen got hit with a mace. That one oh, got hit with axe. a baseball yeah. bat. And then there's a, a bowling oh, ball. Oh, there was a, yeah, yeah, like a wrecking ball. It's, it's called Blow to the Head. It's just a bunch of heads. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Get, taking blows to the head. But, you know, cartoony. I feel like this might be the most hardcore thing you've played. That was it. Show. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've played Lightning Bolt before. Maybe but those this, were a little more tuned. Yeah, this is like... You want to watch it again? No. <laughs> and, well, yes. Yeah. Tur- let's watch it, turn the music down, and I'll put on Luther Vandross. <laughs> never too much. And that would make sense. See if it works. Never too much, never too much. Um... I, I I would like to request that you listen to one Lightning Bolt album front to back <laughs> without pausing while working with headphones on. I'll give it a shot. See if after your brain adjusts to it, you like it. It's like when you take a cold shower. I or, do like a or, cold shower. Yeah. And it's like, yes, it's unpleasant for the first yeah. couple seconds. But then your body acclimates to it, and it's very refreshing. Or like just diving into a pool. I would never call this refreshing. It's refreshing. It's like a cool, cool drink of water and a hot, hot. Drink. Yeah, and a hot, hot. I will. Drink. I will try to listen to it tomorrow or this weekend. Work. See what <laughs> okay. happens. See what happens. Surely you've heard of the band Fugazi. Yes, and in my mind, they were always more metal. Is that right or no? no. They were punk. They're punk. I think I just maybe by the name I thought they were. Yeah, punk. they came out of uh, the ashes of Minor Threat. Okay, uh, no, that name Ian Mackay is the guy who was in both of those mm-hmm. bands. Who was uh, another person who's never sold out. <laughs> Fugazi very famously refused right. to let any venue charge more than five dollars per right. ticket, and uh, he's 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 a king of non-selling out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to really listen to too much Fugazi. This is just a famous clip of Fugazi performing and then stopping the show to call out somebody in the audience for bad behavior. Oh, I might know this. It's sort of a famous clip. Yeah. This is the ice cream eating motherfucker clip. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know this? I think so. And this that is sounds just, really familiar. I just love the punk. Like, I like what Fugazi stands for more than I like Fugazi's music. I get what you're saying. I like Minor Threat's music mm-hmm. a lot. Fugazi I can never really get into. But I appreciate their integrity. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they show it in this in this famous audio clip. Hey. Don't fuck kick people and don't punch people. I'm yes. talking to you right there, all right? I'm talking to you and you. If you want to fucking do that shit, get the fuck up on the football field, all right? Yep. I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, that's right. Now, I don't have, it sucks to have to tell people to behave themselves, but there's other people here too, all right? So try to be a little more kind. That's great. <laughs> so that's the beginning where, yeah. where Ian stops the show because I someone was being that. too violent yes. in the mosh pit and they stop playing and say, hey, be kind. Yeah, be kind in the mosh pit. And that's really the true punk ethos is not about, it's about community. It's about being kind. I would say it's about community, yes. yes. Uh, but then the other guy from the band has something else to say after Ian just <laughs> told him I remember off. this. You know, I saw you two guys earlier at the Good Humor truck, and you were eating your ice cream like little boys, and I thought, those guys aren't so tough. They're eating ice cream. What a bunch of swell guys. I saw you eating ice cream, pal. Oh, don't you deny it. You were eating an okay, ice cream. Okay, do remember this. You were eating an ice cream cone. Oh, you're bad now. You're bad now, but you're eating an ice cream cone. And I saw you. <laughs> Love that. And I saw That's you. Shit you can't hide, you know. You got your fucking shit, but you eat ice cream. Everybody knows it. The whole fucking place knows it. That's ice cream genius. eating motherfucker. Such a good <laughs> diss. Yeah. <laughs> There's just something about it. It's like... And, and then, then back into it. it, yeah. I just love, like... Call, like it, that just so takes the wind out of a wannabe badass. Yeah, sale. I saw you. Eating I ice saw cream. you eating an ice cream yeah. cone. I yeah. thought you were a swell guy. <laughs> yeah, Every, you eat ice cream. Everybody here knows you eat ice cream, which it's is like such a good diss because it's not like like fuck you up, kick your fucking ass if you do yeah. that again. It's just calling him out for what he is. Yeah, it's like you're just a little boy yeah. who likes ice cream, like everybody does. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, like, you're a fucking phony, dude. Yeah, you're not exactly. that tough. You're not a hard ass. You're not that guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, just listen to a little Fugazi. <laughs> just, just, a little, yeah. just a little. Yeah, that was, I think, maybe even in the 90s that that was recorded. Oh, wow. It's a very classic yeah. clip. It's I funny, used, I only know the clip because I'm like, I've never heard the music after. It's no, yeah, now. you probably just turned it off. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw you eating ice cream. You can't deny it. No. I saw you. I said, you were at the Good Humor Drug. You were at the Good Humor Drug. The Good drug. Humor Drug. Before great. the Fugazi show. Yes. Where were they color. where there was a Good Humor Truck at a Fugazi show? Oh, who, who knows anywhere? Did they play Lollapalooza? I doubt it. First? I no. doubt it. Okay. But I don't know for sure. And they still play, right? Um, I'm not sure if Fugazi is still a going concern. Okay. Ian MacKay's always active doing something. Mm. Uh, let's talk about the Ramones a little bit. Because you sure. know I love the Ramones. I know you love the Ramones. Uh, so someone took uh, one of my favorite Ramones deep cuts, You Should Never Have Opened That Door, mm-hmm. and made a homemade animated music video to it where they sort of did it in the style of the Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? I've all, I'm only looking at the thumbnail, and I yeah. was like, oh, shit, is it? And it is. Yeah, this is relatively new. This, this was posted last October. Oh, wow. And this is a homemade animation. But I love it so much because I have, and I think I have described them this way on past episodes of Music Raygun, that I always thought the Ramones looked like living Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yes, you like, have said that before. They, they just have that thing about them yes. and so the fact that someone turned them into Hanna-Barbera cartoons and made them into a Scooby-Doo episode yes it, this is right up my alley I have high hopes for this <laughs> yeah like to be really entertained uh, and, and this is one of like I said one of my favorite Ramones deep cuts now when did the song come out 1970 something uh, I think it's on Road to Ruin so like 78 okay 79 maybe um but this is a great one. And it's just them, like, getting chased by goats, ghosts. And uh, they even have, like, the laugh track on there. And it's oh, very Scooby-Doo uh, like gag. I'm excited for this. But the Ramones, but, like, also with Josie and the Pussycats. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. The Ramones in their van pulling up to a spooky, abandoned mansion. Or not even a mansion, just a shack. That music is spot on. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to talk. Hey, Joey, this place looks haunted. <laughs> I'm I know, Dee Dee, it does look haunted. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't go in. Obnoxious Queen's accent. Oh, great. There they are. There's the ghost. Oh, no. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Every remote song sounds the same. I was about to say, this sound, This could be I Want to Be Sedated. Yeah. You see, I don't hate this. No, the Ramones are great. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Ramones fan, but I'm like, I'm a music fan, you know? Yeah. It's not noise to me. No. I also appreciate that the animators included Tommy instead of Marky because Tommy's the original. And oh, okay. That's cool. Drummer. It's throwing me off because part of me goes, wait, was this actually a cartoon? <laughs> With the song. Like, did they actually... I like... It fits. Yeah, it does. Like, this could be a song... On Scooby Doo. Yeah, because they would often have like musical yeah. breaks. Yeah. It was maybe a little uh, hard for Scooby and the gang. But... Yeah. This is really smart. There's another Ramones song I love called uh, I Don't Want to Go Down to the Basement, which could have also been oh. animated in is a similar But did you like this song better? Yeah, I would, I'm going to give it to the, yeah. the edge to this one. Because this has those background vocals that I like. Yes, you yeah. do like that. This is also, this makes me sound, I can't remember the title. Blitzkrieg Bop, is that right? Yeah. That sounds like this. Sure. All, I mean, look, all Ramon songs, like all James Brown songs, are pretty much it's the same variations thing. on the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Which is what's so glorious about yeah. it. Yeah. So that was probably a two-minute song because it was like 30 seconds of preamble. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. It, you, you know, get in, get out. Yeah, it's you get the idea. You don't need to extend. Yeah, that's why they were mostly the kings. <laughs> All dead now. But Wow, that's crazy. They were the kings. I, I just like the Scooby-Doo thing of the, you know, the hallway bit where their mm-hmm. people are running back and forth through the different doors. I don't yeah. know why that's such a classic bit. It's so good. That was a really good well-done video. Yes, like the Ramones are Hanna-Barbera Yeah, cartoons. that makes sense. And I would like to see... Like, if the Harlem Globetrotters could get their own Hanna-Barbera series, the Ramones should have had an actual Hanna-Barbera Saturday morning cartoon show. If any punk band would, it would be them. Yes, it fits. They're very Saturday morning yeah. cartoon. They're sellouts. <laughs> they're Hammer. <laughs> How no, is it not. different? How is it different? Because they didn't actually have a cartoon. Because no one asked them. <laughs> Somebody did. Somebody had asked Somebody them. pitched the Ramones. They would have said yes. And then Paul Stanley was <laughs> like, we'll do it. Hey, if they say no, man, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. Uh, okay, here's a new, newer punk band. No way. How new? Put a, uh, they put out their first album right before the pandemic started. Oh, that is new. In 2020. And then a new one, a uh, second one this year. Plus a few EPs. Uh, this is Chubby and the Gang. I love that band. Isn't that, that a name? great name? It's a great name. Chubby and the Gang. And this is the this is the single from their first album that I love a lot. I listened to this album a bunch. Came out in January 2020. Chubby and the Gang is yeah. great. This is called All Along the Uxbridge Road. They're very British. Okay. British punk. But mm-hmm. very much in the style of the Ramones. Just like jeans, leather jackets, real basic. Mm-hmm. The Paul look. Very driving, straight ahead punk yeah. look. The real, thing the thing you love. Yeah. This is what I love. Uh, so this is a, a video of Chubby and the gang in studio doing All Along the Uxbridge Road. Oh. Ooh, that's a, that's a <laughs> thick-ass accent. Yeah, this is like a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. Just like, oh I God. need subtitles yeah. for this English. Help me. <laughs> All I heard was, oh, we're Chubby and the Gang. I heard Chubby and the Gang and then missed out on that. So you know it's going to be good. Yeah. I get it. I get it that it's, this is very British. Uh They look like they could be from the punk era. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, but without weird. all the uh, without all the extra bullshit, I hate like the spiky yeah. hair and the no, they're yeah. they're punk the way just t-shirts, jeans, yeah, short hair, leather, yeah, yeah short hair, working class, yeah, yes, or at least a working class aesthetic. They could be phonies, but yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it's one of those things where I don't like this at all, but I like them. Yeah, they're I cool. I like them. They're yeah. fucking cool. Like, remember when we watched the clip of the interview with the guys who founded Punk Magazine? Yes. And they were just, like, wearing ratty t-shirts, and they were like, ah, we just go to McDonald's and then listen to, you know, like, yeah. that original aesthetic before before it became fashion. Yeah, where it was before just, it became all the high-end. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Chubby and the Gang embodies I think the so. pure punk. Of I think the so. early New York scene. You could literally tell someone, play this for them, like, yeah, this is like unheard of, undiscovered from '77. Yeah, for this English band, you'd be like, oh, okay, this has this has no correlation to like the twenty the twenty twenties because punk it never dies. Yeah. Also, again, even with all the the feedback lead up and yeah. the intro before the song started this video clip was still under two minutes yeah that's crazy yeah that's probably a minute and a half that song yeah 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 there are rules chubby and the gang is almost too nice of a name for that song chubby, it's so friendly it is so friendly and that is some they're coming yeah. hard it's like fat albert and the cosby kids yeah <laughs> but yet coming out hard with, Ch- the, with chubby and the gang yeah I the, love the that. video for this is also an animated cartoon mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to see it no wait you're serious yeah Oh, I thought you were joking. No, no, no. The actual video for this. Again, with a very Looney Tunes. This is so bizarre that there's two animated punk videos in this episode. There's three. Lightning oh. Bolt. Oh, yeah, Ramones. that's right. That's right. 
It's like a cops and robbers. Wow, Looney this Tunes so scene. fits. Yeah. This video is great. Yeah. This video likes me lets me appreciate the song a little more. It's even a, it's a little Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. But yep. uh, a little lower budget. Lower bomb. budget. Yeah. Yeah. Speed kills. Speed kills. Uh, I believe is the name of the album. If I remember right. This is fascinating. Yeah. Just uh, cartoon criminals. Did you... Having a gunfight. Was there a reason why you didn't want to put this one on instead of... Because I wanted you to see Chubby and the gang. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't want to overload you with cartoons, I guess. But, nah, this is cool. This is pretty, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I like this more than the uh, Ramones. Uh, well, because this is actually professionally is, done. Yeah, the the Ramones one was someone's homemade like a thing. Band, yeah, which is still impressive. Yeah. It's a criminal octopus. <laughs> is there a harmonica in this version? I swear to God, I heard some harmonica earlier on. Um, it's gone now. Wait, now it's back. No, this is just, oh, that's that's just, just a squealing guitar. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mom. Oh, the whole time he was stealing a oh, locket to give his mom. He's a good guy, not a bad guy. He's a guy. good British boy. He's doing it for his mom. Yeah. That was just like an animated guy. Richie. That was amazing. Yeah. So that's Chubby and the gang. Okay. Uh, let's get back to our regularly scheduled Punk 2 episode. Uh-huh. Uh, coming up next. Uh, now, Gigi Allen. Oh, no. Is someone we've talked about before. Yeah. You didn't think you were going to get away with... I thought we were done with him. <laughs> I thought we closed the book on him. Never. That. Never. Because he continues to influence young artists today. Who is he influenced today? Lil Uzi Vert. This is an interview with Lil Uzi Vert talking about Gigi Allen. Who's Lil Uzi Vert? He's a rapper. He's a current, very popular oh, okay. rapper. Don't know. This is an interview uh, in which Lil Uzi Vert talks about... Gigi Allen is one of his influences. Do you know the music of Little Uzi Vert? A little bit, yeah. He's sort of like a SoundCloud rapper oh, okay. who, who got big. Okay. Yes, he's a he's a big Gigi deal. Gigi Allen, what role does it play in your life? Oh, man. Yeah, it's just... Wow. That's all he can keep saying is, he was crazy. He was crazy. He was crazy, which we know is certainly true. I'm wondering. I mean, we would have we would have to see Lil Uzi Vert in concert. Does he have a Gigi Allen influence in concert? Not that. Not not that's apparent. He's like he's just a, a fan. He's just a he's a, a 2020s rapper. Yeah, who's a fan of Gigi Allen? Who died before Lil Uzi Vert was born? I was so. just about to say. <laughs> he's speechless, trying he's to think speechless. of how to describe. G.G. Allen. I mean, I can't even describe G.G. <laughs> Allen. He followed no rules. Mm-hmm. Punch people in the face at shows. Wow. Like, they were like, mosh at shows. Like, he's, he, was, he was insane. So he said he would punch people in the face at every show, which is true. Mm-hmm. And they would mosh. And he was insane. All true. All true. But what else did he do, Lil Uzi? Let's find out. (laughs) (laughs) They're very amused by the fact that Gigi Allen would get naked. He'd get naked on stage. What else would he do when he was naked on stage? Yo, he was crazy. Yo, he even, he even like took his shit on stage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So this, none of these are lies. Look, how come whenever anybody talks about Gigi Allen, they always have to mention that he would take a shit on stage. They don't talk about the music. We know why. He's not just a guy who shit on stage. Anybody could go on stage and take a shit. But they didn't. But they did. He did. He had the vision. Or he knew his music wasn't but that good. But also he had the good music. <laughs> he realized that he needed to do something. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, well, I want to be in that crowd. He's that's so some mad. shit. Here's some things. Like, he's almost underselling Gigi Allen. Like, the things that he's saying are true and they did, but it still doesn't really represent the craziness 
of Gigi. I mean, how can you describe? It's like it's, describe, describing color to a person who was born <laughs> blind. That's exactly what Gigi. How, how you have to see it. Yeah. It was like next level, like it was like the raw, so the raw of a real rock star. Like it was the raw, like he was. Also true, the rawest of the raw. He was the raw rock star. It's never gotten rawer than Gigi Allen. I'm still wondering what the influence okay. is. I might have to listen to him. He's crazy. He was crazy. Like, he was like crazy. <laughs> was he crazy? Yeah, he was crazy. Like yeah. I think Louis Lu- 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 Vert just appreciates a rebel. I think that's what it is. And a visionary and an iconoclast. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd be curious to see how out there his music is. Yeah. Or if he's just like, I like a, re- I like a rebel like that who, who's not afraid. Well, I didn't uh, include... We don't uh, have uh, Lil because it's not punk. Yeah. Uh, but I did include a Gigi Allen clip. So here's Gigi Allen live doing I Kill Everything I Fuck. I like that title. <laughs> I love that title. Yeah. He's not naked yet. No, it's very tasty. He's got his little black panties. He's got little panties on yeah. And a studded collar. Yeah. It's, still, it's his bra, his vibe. I wonder what year this is. Uh, early 90s. Oh, wow. Ugh. This would be my nightmare going to a concert like Now, I would go to a Gigi Allen concert. Oh, not even close. Not because I think I'd enjoy it, but just just to say that I was there. I was there. Or just toss something. Probably shit. (laughs) Probably. Probably reached into his asshole and pulled out, pulled out a turd. Yeah. This sucks terrible. It's catchy. I'd take lightning bolt over this. <laughs> Any day. Any day. This uh, does not have the helpful subtitles that Darby Crash. No, I was uh, just wondering. Oh, shit. He's climbing up. He's climbing up something that he's not supposed to be climbing with his ass out. Yeah. He hasn't fully pulled the panties off, but Not he's yet. got his ass out. He's just, yeah, good punch the ground. Oh, my nice just swinging. Yeah. He's just throwing skin. Yeah, he's just haymakers. <laughs> he's not even on the stage. Yeah. Just, you know. Wow. Like, the dude's been dead for almost 30 years, and he's still never been topped. You know what I mean? Like No, you, there's no... Oh, here we go. Nah, yeah. Pull up. Wait. Oh, wait, no. He put the mic in his ass. Oh, is that what he did? Oh, I, yeah. thought, he was, I thought he was reaching in there for... Uh... I, he put the mic in his underwear. He didn't put it in his ass. That was wrong to say. But he did just spit. Spit. I don't know why, but the spitting to me is grosser than the shit throw. I can see that. <laughs> is anyone watching that microphone? What? Yeah, just get a Clorox and It's fine. Yeah, no one has ever topped what he has done. I don't now think the mic isn't working after he pulled it out of his ass. See? He's like, hey, 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 I need a, I need Mike, a working microphone. Mike, work 101. Hey, guys, uh, I stuck this up my ass. Yeah. Can I get another one? <laughs> sorry, not sorry. The now, crowd liked it. Yeah, so, I don't know. Did you Did you like that song? No. No, okay. Not gonna put it on a <laughs> mixtape. Put it on my, my, my slow jam mixtape. <laughs> well, that's no. not a slow jam. Every, everything about Gigi Allen is uh, great. Legendary. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Uh, and I saw his pubes at the Museum of Death. He how did you know that they were his pubes? Because it was a it was a whole Gigi Allen uh, exhibit. Oh, okay. All right. And they had uh, So it was bonafide. It wasn't just someone bonafide some Gigi Allen's pubes. pubes. Yeah. Did on, you on display at the museum? Was that the only Gigi Allen thing on display? Or was there other Gigi No, there was a bunch of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. Uh, Kirk, do you, feel like, do you feel like you have a sense of what the most punk rock car is? Hmm. Vaguely? Can I take a guess? Sure. I have two guesses. Uh-huh. It's either a Ford Pinto... <laughs> or a Dodge Dart. <laughs> or a Gremlin. Gremlin's a good two. No, it's none of those. None of those. That's no. not punk. No. 
But I found a commercial from the early 90s. Ah, yes. Starring a very young Jeremy Davies. Oh, shit. To tell I you love about, the this. To tell you about what car is truly punk. I love when corporations... Try to be punk yes. in 1992 or whatever. Oh, it's yeah. so good. So. It's so wrong. I know this commercial. You remember this commercial? Yep. 100% I do. I'm going to my new Subaru Impreza and explain its relevance to you and me and the car business, okay? Okay. The Subaru Impreza. Never heard of the Impreza except for this commercial. I feel like I've vaguely heard of it. Subarus are the farthest fucking thing from punk. Are they? Yeah. Why? Subarus were traditionally like the mom car if you didn't have a station wagon. There's something punk about that. There's though. nothing punk about a Subaru. Because it's so unglamorous. It's the car of a, of a working, of the working man. That's like saying a Honda is a, is a punk car. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just all bullshit. Uh, I love this. Yeah, he's dressed all in black, this teenager. He's kind of disenfranchised. Yeah. Yeah. This car is like punk rock. Just trust me, this is relevant. You remember when rock and roll was really boring and corporate? Well, punk challenged all this and said, hey, excuse me, but here's what's cool about music, remember? Now, Subaru, with this Impreza, is challenging some car thinking. Oh my god, this is great. Hey, remember when rock and roll was all corporate? It's all like, you hate corporate bullshit. You don't like anything that's corporate. Yeah, not like this Subaru commercial. This Subaru commercial that you're watching watching is punk rock. Because we say so. Yeah, yeah, this is like punk rock. I would love to know the two middle-aged white men that wrote this copy. (laughs) Nodding at each other like, we fucking nailed it. Fucking, we know what kids are like. And moving forward and making cars better and less disappointing. Just like punk, except it's cars. Just like punk, except it's for cars. Right. Because why? Because it's good? Like, he didn't... I'm trying to parse the explanation. I want to watch it one more time. He, See if we can really figure out it. how the car is like punk. Okay. I'm going to be quiet. And explain its relevance to you and me and the car business. Okay? okay? This car is like punk rock. And, and just trust me, this is relevant. Do you remember when rock and roll was really boring and corporate? Well, punk challenged all this and said, hey, excuse me, but here's what's cool about music. Remember? Now, Subaru with this Impreza is challenging some car thinking. Okay, so punk challenged the establishment when yes. rock got too boring. Yes, and corporate. And corporate. Yeah. Now this Subaru is challenging car thinking. Yes. Because it's different somehow. Yes, but they don't, I don't think they go into how it's different. They just say it's different. There's not much. Yeah. This car is all about reminding you and me what's great about a car and moving forward and making cars better. That's all just gobbledygook. It's, it's all about reminding you and me What's good about cars and moving forward and making cars better? Well, that's punk rock. <laughs> Who fucking wrote that ad copy? middle-aged <laughs> boomers. Never have I heard anything so meaningless. That's word salad before word salad became a thing. Now, I'm going to give credit to the very fine actor Jeremy Fuck, Davis. Jeremy Davis is, is, is Davis selling is the shit out of this. He's really charismatic. In this. Yeah. He's fucking great. This yeah. is all just like bullshit. Yeah. Also like, okay, this is punk rock. Tell me why. Yeah. Dick, well, punk Dick, rock challenged... The establishment. And, and this car is different because it's a good car that's yes. all about moving forward. Not like other cars that don't move. Like, literally, that's what cars <laughs> it's do. the de- definition of a car. Here's how it would have been punk rock. Yeah. It's like, this car's punk rock. It's got cup holders, but they're in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, that's punk rock. I mean, like, punk rock because it doesn't even know how to actually drive. It doesn't really make sense, but you do it in because you don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. You have to pull over to the side of the road... Stop your car, open your trunk, sip your beverage, put it back, and go out. That's yeah. punk rock. Less disappointing. Just like punk, except it's cars. Just like punk, except it's for cars. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's that the was punk rock car. Fucking great. So that's why uh, I traded in my Honda Fit and, and bought an old Subaru Impreza. And, you, and how do you feel? Uh, really authentic. <laughs> you feel really authentic? Yeah. You feel like you're, you're, you're moving forward? Yeah. And making things better. Yes. And, uh, you know, reminding myself of what's good about cars. Yes. 
Because remember when you had your Honda Fit? It was fucking corporate. You're so corporate. And people would look at you and like, oh, Paul drives a Honda Fit. He's a fucking <laughs> corporate. Now, this is why the whole 90s aesthetic, the anti-selling out thing, died such a hard death. Is because not selling out became the sellout. Yes. Where, where brands started advertising ourselves themselves as like, you don't care and neither do we. Okay soda is just okay. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's the disaffected soda from the Coca-Cola Corporation. Yes, exactly. It was so, <laughs> so, so that's why it became like lame to not sell out. Yeah. Because it was just such a pose. It became better to sell out. Right. Yeah. But, but no. Anyway, <laughs> I think we've talked before about Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains. Yes, because I'm sure I've been like great names. I think we watched the, the end credits to the movie, which features the band performing after they sold out and went sort of glam. This is a clip from that movie, uh, which is The Stains' first show. So they're a three piece band. What movie are we talking about? Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains. That's the name of the movie. I thought the name of the band was called Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains. No, the name of the band is The Stains. They're not The Fabulous Stains. No, the name of the movie is Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains. But the name of the band is The Stains. Yes. Okay. In the movie. Okay. Getting it now. I'm vaguely remembering this now. Right. So this is a clip of The the Stains' first show. Okay. Uh... Diane Lane, at like 13 years old. That's the movie. Holy fuck, this whole time I thought you were showing me a documentary. No. Yes, no, no I it's understand. A fictional, it's a fictional yes. movie. Yes. About a band of teenage girls. 100% I remember this. Who are rebelling. Uh, Laura Dern is the bass yes. player. Yes. It's like her first movie. Yes. This is, a, this is a clip from the movie of their first show. Okay. Also, a very young Ray Winstone is in it. Oh, no way. Uh, and Paul Simonon from The Clash is okay. in it, so we'll see them. And we'll see the Stains do their song, Waste of Time, which is barely musical, because yeah. they truly don't know how to play any instruments. Yeah. Uh, but in that way, this is like the most punk rock thing ever. I like it, the, uh, the whoever did this, uh, uh-huh. posted this at the end says, unfortunately, by the end of the movie, they turn into the bangles. Right. That's, yeah, they how sell dare out, they, they first of all? It's all coming together for me. Yeah. Oh my god, so, she's a baby. So the other two girls are wearing like leather, but Diane Lane is wearing like a French, brown uh, overcoat yeah. and a very large red beret. Uh, a too big French beret. She's covering up all her hair, but she does yeah. have some very uh, aggressive eye makeup. Yeah, that's almost like a new wave makeup. Yeah, well, it is a little bit, yeah, yeah. for sure. This is 1982, I think, or three. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she is a child. Yeah. And they're playing just to a bar full of normies. Yeah, they really are. Oh, my God, Lord Dern. Dern. And I don't know who the guitar player is. Is that? No, I don't think that's right. Feedback. That rules. Feedback rules. This is called Waste of Time. You ask me questions. God, they're so. Oh, there's Ray Winston. That's the very baby face oh, Ray Winstone. Shit, he's cool. That's Paul Simonon. Wow. And in the movie, they're like they're the punk rock band like of the moment. Okay, yeah. This is very punk because it's so like. We can't play for shit. But it's it's all about the attitude. It is. It's the attitude. Yeah. It's disaffected. Subaru wishes they were this punk. Yes. Because this is actually not... This is interesting. It's not good, but it's really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) They cut the... They cut the piano. Oh, man. Rude. 
Not cool, man. I wonder if she has something to say about that. I hope so. I mean, first of all, wrong wrong club to be in. Yeah. Oh, oh the beret comes off. Whoa. I mean, if, if you've seen the movie up to this point, she didn't have her hair like that yeah. before. It's, and even though the band members are like, what the fuck? What's going on? It's all bleached on the sides. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Jesus. That's so, so, that's so unnerving, that hair. She does look cool. She does look cool. A little bow wow wow ish. Hello? You don't fool me for a minute. I know all about you. You came here tonight thinking you'd see some cute and wonderful rock star. And you hope maybe he'd take one look at you from up on that stage and he'd fall in love with you just like that. Then your savior could take you out of this dump of a town you live in. You could be different from all the other girls. Suckers! Suckers! Sucker! Sucker! Be yourselves. These guys laugh at you. They've got such big plans for the world, but they don't include us. So what does that make you? Just another girl lining up to die. Hey! He threw his drink on that teenager. Not That's cool. not cool, dude. Even though she called you a sucker eight times. They wanted to hear Yacht Rock. Sucker. They wanted to hear... <laughs> Young Gun Silver Fox. Yeah, now she's punk. Yeah. I'm perfect. But nobody in this shithole gets me because I don't put out. <laughs> I'm, perfect, I'm perfect, but nobody in this shithole gets me because I don't put out. <laughs> this punk is fucked, dude. Uh, I love that the, movie I'm, rules. You, you have I'm perfect. No, this that was fascinating. Yes. It was really good. I mean, it's so weird. So now for you, Kirk. Yes. Let's experience the dance remix of Waste of Time because. Oh, fuck yeah. About 10 or 15 years ago, a band called Yacht covered Waste of Time. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, but they made it a little more, a little more well, musical. Like- There's some music in it instead of just one girl sort of half-heartedly strumming away stuff. To me, that was more punk than Gigi Allen. So, <laughs> sure, yes. Yeah. Just sitting there going, waste of time. It's a waste yeah. of time. But this is the band, the real band, Yacht, doing their version of Waste of Time. Yeah. Live. This song is, is, is from that. It, it's from dancing. This is a dance song to dance to. It goes like this. Ah, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Now this is like 80s dance. This is very like missing persons. I don't I'm not familiar enough with missing persons to agree or disagree. Berlinish. I like this. I really like this. See there were Because it's not, it's dancing, but it's it's more new wave dancing. It's uh, it's close to electro clash. Yeah, yeah, uh, which which fits it. Two thousands electro punk. Yes, yeah. and it's not like we're making this a dance song. Right. But yeah, there were the bones of a catchy song in there. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. It's also funny because the script yacht, they didn't have to do much to remake, remake this. Yeah. No, they, it's just they added a, a, a beat to it. They, put it they pushed the thing on the com- keyboard to my right. drum machine, yeah. nailed it. But the, the vocals they're performing it the same way. Yeah, which Diana is great. It, it, it works. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because it does, it has kind of show how, you know, a little bit sometimes punk morphed into new wave a little bit. Yeah. yeah exactly. More, Digestible. Yeah. Well, that's also in, in in the movie, like the comments that you saw said, by the end, the stage is completely sold out. Yeah, but we like the bangles. Sure, and I like that they they uh, the song that they play at the end of the movie is good. Yeah. Or the version of the song they play, but that's a movie you should sit and watch. It's great. I should look at that because it's right up my alley because it's eighties and I've already seen two clips of it. Yeah, that was great. And they do get more musical. Well, part of this, the thing is. 
she uh, starts dating Ray Winstone. Two, no. And then they just... I think he's a teenager, too. Um, I don't remember. But they just start... They just literally steal his band's song. And they That's start doing... right. You told me that. They start doing their song. Yes. And, like, have a big hit with it. Yes. But then he's betrayed. Yeah. That's a good storyline. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, so let's talk about the chats, because we've seen some chats before the chats. Australian punk trio. Remember the redhead kid with the mullet? Yeah, I think I thought they were yeah. pretty good. Yeah, they were, uh, I can't remember. I think we did Pub Feed and uh, uh, what else? We, we've, we've seen some chats videos before. They have I remember some new they, music. Were, they were pretty uh, musical. They, they weren't just noise. Uh, they're pretty punky. Okay. Uh, but they've got some new stuff. So let's watch a new video that just came out like last month. This is their song, I've Been Drunk in Every Pub in Brisbane. Yeah, another great title, man. A lot sure. of great titles tonight. Well, it's punk. Uh, I don't think you're going to like this, but they're just like a, they're just, they're so, again, like classic punk. Yeah. Like regular dudes who are just like drinking beer and having fun and are completely unpretentious and write great punk songs. I'm going to ask you a question before you start this. Yeah. But you like the Sex Pistols. Yes. Okay. You don't, not that they were doing it for fashion. Right. But you don't feel that they were just more performative than anything? I mean, a little bit, yeah, because they were sort of packaged. Yeah. But but they still rule. Okay. Yeah. But this is like in the vein of... Legs McNeil and and the other guy from Punk from Punk Magazine and their aesthetic. Okay, you know what I mean. Just mm-hmm. the uh, working class, yeah, kids goofing around, yeah. behaving badly, and the video is just footage of the chats like drinking in pubs. I wait, wait. What it was the song that they did about French fries? This is called Pub Feed. It was about pub eating feed. bar food. That's what it was. I that did was like one that. of the ones we watched. Yeah. I did like that one. Also, they uh, they fired their original, uh, or the original guitarist left the band. And I like the new guy better. Oh. He just looks like a more fun dude. Interesting. Uh, not the main not the main guy, but the, the guitar player. So this is from, uh, yeah, last month. That's the new guy. They love but their beer, man. Eamon cut the mullet. He doesn't have the mullet anymore. Oh yeah. This isn't a, this isn't horrible. Yeah. You know what? Because it sounds like a song. Yeah, and I like that. I mean, after Gigi Allen, anything. I mean, that's goes. just yeah. It's very much in the vein of Chubby and the Gang. Yes, I love too that they're not like. Oh, let's do a thing about beer. It's like, no, we fucking love beer. Oh, yes. They come by it very honestly. Yeah, I yes. love that. These are, these are real Australian yes. kids. We're here for the beer. Let's do a song. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, they're not posers. No, not at all. I fully believe they, that Avon Sandwith has been drunk in every pub. A hundred percent. This is a real life song. Yes. Oh, he's playing air guitar so with the pool So this is the tube. new guy. Yes. And you think he's a better guitarist or just like him? I don't know if he's a better musician. <laughs> I just think he looks more fun. He does. He's a regular Joe Bagadon. Oh, yeah. He looks like the guy from uh, uh, Sick Thoughts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Drew. Yeah. Look that. Said. One minute and 30 seconds. Yeah. Almost a little long. By the end, you're like, okay, I'm ready for another song. You're Let's like, I get on. it. Let's move on, boys. All the albums you listen to that are punk, they must be like 27 minutes. Yes. Long. Yes. Wow. 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah. With a full like 12 songs. That's hysterical. That's that's how it should be. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. Okay. One more video. All right. As sort of a palate cleanser. This is another chat song. Mm-hmm. This is a cover of the chats by oh. Wet Leg. Great name. Wet Leg is not a punk band. Okay. They're, a, they're sort of an indie rock duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're doing the chat's breakthrough hit, Smoko. Did we watch the video for Smoko? I think I only remember the pub food. Yeah, I don't think food. we ever watched Smoko. Smoko was sort of their break mm-hmm. breakout hit. 
Smoko is Australian slang for like when you're on your break. Oh, like okay. a smoke break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say I'm on smoke. That makes sense. So the chorus of the song is I'm on smoko, so leave me alone. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. No, okay. I like that. I like that sentiment. But this is Wet Leg doing their sort of like indie rock version mm. of smoko, which I like a lot. Wet Leg's a great name for an indie band. So we, I don't know what the name makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I like it. But they've had a couple hits in the past couple of years and are are becoming a thing. And I like that they covered the chats. Because I like the chat. So yeah. this is not punk, but it's a cover of a punk song. So it's my it's my offering to you as a palette <laughs> From the GGL. And this is on Like a Version, which we've watched clips from okay. before where people do an in-studio in cover. Yes. They're a duo, but they have a touring band. Okay. So uh, that girl and that girl are the two. Are they the Wet Lakes? Yeah, the singer okay. and the guitar player. She is wonderfully intimidating. <laughs> yes. She's too cool for any yes. boy. Yes. Yes. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, I'm totally here for this. Yeah. It's a faithful cover, but it's a lot cooler. Are they Australian too? I think they're uh, British. Okay. This is fascinating. Yeah. They're very indie band disaffected. Totally. Which is, this is good. This is really good. Like Luscious Jackson. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they can, they got chops and they're like, we don't care if you like it. Because Eamon, when he performs this, is very angry. Yeah. And she's very cool. Yes. I'm kind of in love with her. Yeah. The drummer's the only one who did it right. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the punk. Yeah. I really am. I really am smitten. Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah. She seems straight out of the 90s to me. Yeah. You know, like Elastica or, yeah. or, or one of these 90s British yeah. bands. I'm on Smoko. Yeah. Or if you want to pronounce it the Australian way, Smike Eye. <laughs> I'm on a Smike Eye. Yeah. Yeah, I like this version because of her where she's she's not angry. She's just like, ugh. Yeah. I'm on a smoko. Yeah. Leave me, leave me alone. I'm doing yeah. my thing. I like that a lot. Yeah. Ooh, that was a good cleanser. Yeah. I feel refreshed. I thought, I thought you would like Wet That Nick. was a good cleanser. I like yeah. Wet Nick. Don't have a problem with the name. Uh, oh, yeah. The leg is... I mean, the, the name is icky to yeah, me I'm okay for some with reason. It. But, uh, 100% but yeah. okay with But that was our last clip. What do you think? Do you love punk now? I'm now a punk expert. Yeah. <laughs> after, you know why? Why? Because punk, Subaru... Subaru is punk. Subaru is punk. Subaru is so punk. That's what I've learned. Uh, if you had to, let's say, like, if you had to listen to an album front to back by any of these bands, uh, who would you pick and why is it GGI? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, can I pick Wet Leg? No. Okay. <laughs> wet Leg doesn't count. All right. And neither does Yacht. Then I'm going to say... Uh, can we go up a little bit? I have an idea. I just want to double check. Yeah. Definitely not GGM. You can say the Ramones if it's the Ramones. No, you know what? It's going to be It's going to be the Chats. The Chats. Yeah, it's going to be the Chats. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, I like them. That yeah. would be the one I'd listen to. Okay. Yeah. But you'll probably end up checking out Wet Leg and not listening to anything I'm 100% else. I'm 100% checking out Wet Leg tomorrow. <laughs> I, if I remember, I'll, I'll check out the Chats. Because they, yeah. they were like, I, the Chats, I can wrap my head around. I go. I get you. Yeah. I see what you're doing. Uh, it's not my style, but I don't. I don't hate what you're doing. Whereas like Gigi Allen and the Germs and Lightning Bolt, I'm just like woof. Not not listenable to I, you. It's not listenable. <laughs> it's not listenable to me. Yeah, the Lightning Bolt is like the way I described uh, my bloody Valentine. It's like that's for like sitting in a dark room with my headphones on and my eyes closed and just sort of 
just getting transported. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there any, and if when we do punk three, yeah, uh, you could save it. So you don't have to say it right now, but are there punk acts that you are considering and you're like, I can't do it to Kirk. Like it would be too rough for too, you. Like you're like, it's too much. He's no, gonna... the opposite. Oh, I was okay. like, oh no, he might like this. <laughs> I better just put on Gigi Allen. See? Instead. Okay. <laughs> I don't want him to enjoy stuff. Because I, I didn't I didn't want to sell out is what it was. I wasn't gonna sell out. I was gonna I was gonna bring the, the motherfucking ruckus <laughs> with my punk selections. Yeah. You brought it. With with my only concession being the wet leg, which was for you, right? Oh, uh, the wet leg was great. End, so, yeah. yeah. But I, I, out of all this, I'd say the chats. The chats, they're fun. Yeah, they're, they're fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, but that's the end of this episode of Music Reagan. Music Reagan is uh, co-hosted and co-produced by me, Paul Champanelli. And me, Kirk Pinchon. Until next time. See ya! See ya.